Hey, what's up, everybody? Episode 303 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast here, and I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. In today's show, I'm talking about five things keeping you from building muscle. So got a pretty good response off of the five things from keeping you from losing fat episode. So I wanted to do one also on building muscle because I know a lot of you don't have the same goals as each other, right? Some of you might have goals to lose fat. Some of you might have goals to build muscle. And I want to kind of hit this topic from both angles. So that's what today's show is about. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. As always, if you want to get in touch with me or follow along with more of my day-to-day life kind of things, links to my social media and email are always in the description of the podcast. So you can hit me up there, ask any questions you have, or just follow along with my life. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Triple F Podcast. Let's begin. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, back with another show this Wednesday morning. And today, I'm going to be talking about five things keeping you from building muscle. As I said in the intro, got a good response on the episode about five things keeping you from losing fat. And you know, a lot of people had reached out and told me that was a helpful episode. They enjoyed that and asked their own questions for the podcast. So I wanted to do one here on building muscle and five things keeping you from accomplishing that goal because a lot of you have that goal. I have that goal right now. And I think that some of these things are going to be obvious and some of these things might make you think a little bit more than you would have. And I'm going to start with more of the obvious ones because I want to save the best for last, you know, but I'm going to dive right in. The first one is going to be time. And this is one that I've talked about before a lot in this podcast. And if you have worked with me, whether it's coach client, or maybe you've just messaged me on Instagram or commented on YouTube or something like that and talked to me about my beliefs around muscle gain, you know, I am big into taking your time and making a long, long stretch. The biggest difference I made in the amount of food I'm able to eat, my performance, muscle that I carry, the biggest thing that I did, the biggest change was spending the better part of two to three years in a calorie surplus or at least at maintenance and kind of putting fat loss goals aside for a while and focusing on building because it takes a really long time in my opinion it's not it's easier than fat loss in from some perspectives but building muscle definitely takes more patience than fat loss which makes it a bit harder sometimes that patience is definitely something that keeps people from building muscle because Uh, They're not just not willing to wait the amount of time that you have to, right? After you're a beginner and you get those newbie gains, uh, it's going to be a very slow process. You know, if you, I have charts with all my weights and lean mass and stuff like that. And if you would look at the chart, you know, I'm trying to verbally describe it here, which is going to be a little bit tricky, but essentially it's looking like a bunch of mountain peaks, right? Weight goes up, weight goes down, weight goes up, weight goes down probably like four or five of those peaks in the last couple years and they are all wiggling up higher so if you think they're almost stair stepping up right so the highest point 
of the top, the top weight I'm getting to is getting higher each time. And then the bottom weight that I would cut down to is getting higher each time as well. So I'm wiggling my weight up, but it's not significant amounts, right? Right now I walk around probably 190 to 200 pounds most of the time. A couple years ago, it was more 180 to 190. And really lean would be like in the low 170s before, and now it's probably around 180 would be where I would have about the same look. So I'm building the muscle, but it's taking a really long, long time. And that's an important lesson to realize is that it's going to take a very, very long time, and it's going to require a ton of patience and consistent hard work. So if you don't put in the time, you're not going to build the muscle. I know a lot of people beginning and have you know goals of looking a certain way or performing a certain way. They see people who who are kind of their goals, right? But they they don't they don't realize that there's seven, eight, ten years behind the scenes put in to build and build and build that body before they even started to look like now they do, and they're your goal, right? So put in the time and don't jump around too much. That kind of leads me to my next one a little bit, which is going to be body dysmorphia is what I'm calling it. And essentially afraid of being too fat. Um, now you will gain some body fat if you're gaining some muscle right now. It doesn't have to be very much. And I think that that's where the time factor comes in. Some people want to rush the process, really bulk up, add a lot of weight really fast, right? Half a pound a week, pound a week. That's too fast. And any more than that's definitely too fast. Look at it on a monthly scale. And if you are gaining, you know, a half a percent to 2% of your body weight every month, that's a good rate. And at some point, you are going to be gaining a little bit of fat, though. And when you start to see a little bit of fat gain, you start looking less lean than you did, it's really easy for some body dysmorphia to creep in and you think you are getting actually fat. Now, some people I know this doesn't apply to because you might actually be getting fat, which is why I mentioned the speed thing. You don't want to take it too fast and actually get fat. You want to put in the time. But there is a bigger group of people from what I see who have the goal of gaining muscle, but they're afraid to put on the weight and the size. You have to be okay with that. Now, you don't have to, like I said, get really, really fat, but you do need to be okay with, you know, softer look and putting in the time at that look. If you can do that, you can put up with that, so to say, then you will see a lot of progress and success. But a lot of times the body dysmorphia creeps in, you know, I don't want to sound like a boomer here, but it probably has a lot to do with social media, things like Instagram. You know, if you're bombarded with images of lean people, you kind of set that as the standard for yourself when most people do not walk around like that and you're not lean anymore look might be leaner than most people, right? So don't let that creep in and don't let it distract you. Keep your eyes on the prize, so to say. Number three is bad programming and injuries. Specifically, injuries are the thing that keeps you from building muscle because like I've said, I think last week in a podcast, nothing will keep you from your goals more than injury will because it actually will keep you from training, make you have to eat differently, maybe sideline you for a long time. And injuries primarily, if they're in the weight room, are brought about by bad programming and it's almost always overuse injuries from what I see or uh, poor form. So 
first take the time to learn proper form on all your exercises. Invest in a trainer and a coach to teach you. Um, after that, you know, be sure that you are being smart with your weight increases, I guess I'd say. You know, it's easy to want to add weight to the bar, but only add weight when your form is picture perfect and you're able to do it. It sometimes will take a few weeks to even add five pounds. That's okay. Don't push it too hard. And then lastly, make sure your programming is good so you're not overusing something. You know, shoulders often get hurt because of overuse with one plane of motion. I see that a lot with knees as well. Um, just certain movements too often will cause a little bit of nagging pain and nagging injuries to pop up. So make sure your programming is good. That is a very broad stroke statement because good programming is a complicated layered thing, but bad programming will get you hurt. So at least make sure your program's not hurting you and you feel good doing it. So that's very, very important. And you definitely uh, don't want to have an injury because that nothing will sideline you like an injury. That one's important. I also put in here, um, this has to do with programming as well, not enough compound movements. And, you know, the classic advice is to focus on compound movements. So that shouldn't be too much of a surprise. But I have said in the past, and I am a fan of isolation movements, but sometimes people get a little bit too obsessed with the isolations and don't focus enough on the compounds that might accomplish uh, more, right, in less time, actually. So, you know, we don't have unlimited time to be in the gym for the most part, most of us. And if you need to be in and out in an hour or two, even, you know, doing only isolation movements for even, say, one body part like your back, but especially something like your whole upper body, is going to be really difficult because you have to hit so many different muscle groups. But something that's more compound, like a deadlift, like a barbell row, like a pull-up, like a lat pull-down, that's going to hit multiple muscle groups and that's why it's called compound. You're able to get a lot of things hit all in one. And, you know, to be honest, I think that development isn't the same even if you were able to only focus on isolations. If you if you could only do leg extensions and the other person could only do squats and you're only focusing on quad growth, the person that's doing the squats, in my opinion, is going to definitely have bigger quads, more muscle growth in the quads than the person who only does the leg extensions. You can only get so far with the isolation movements. It's a good way to pre-exhaust. It's a good way to get a little bit of extra work in and maybe isolate a certain angle that you want to build at. But the bread and butter should be the compound movements, squats, shoulder press, bench presses, whether it's dumbbell, barbell, whatever, pull-ups, rows, carries, hinges, all these things should be the staples of your program. So don't focus too much on, you know, I say this with caution because I don't want you to think I'm not a fan of them, but don't focus too much on machines, bands, cables, isolations, focus primarily on the big lifts, but be sure to include those as well. There's nothing wrong with machines. And to be honest, some machines I would consider compound movements like lat pulldowns, I would consider that compound. You're getting a lot of different muscle groups working just as much as a pull-up, if not better, because you're able to focus a little more on where you want to focus. So in general, though, you can include them, but be sure you focus mainly around the compounds. I think your growth will be better. You can load them more properly. And 
um, it will be more time efficient as well. So the last one, um, you know, speaking of compounds, I had a big deadlift personal record for me the other day, and that was to pull 500 pounds. I haven't never done that, and I think I've had it in me for a while. I just never really attempted it because I just never tried, I guess, but I did the other day, pulled 500 pounds, went pretty fast too. I probably had 20 more pounds in there, um, but I pulled that, which was a big stress on the body, and then yesterday, so two days in a row of training, and then yesterday, I had farmer's carries, and just, I don't know if it was just motivation, or if it was ego, or what, but I wanted, I made a pretty big jump in weight on the farmer's walk, so two pretty big, fatiguing, taxing things right in a row, and I could hardly sleep last night, I was wrecked, physically wrecked, from those movements and that lift and that is definitely going to play a role negatively in my muscle growth now one day isn't really going to make a difference but you do not want things to affect your recovery and your sleep so this is going to be managing your volume and your intensity and your programming very carefully maybe not try to set a personal record in farmer's walks the day after pulling a personal record from the floor um Focus on your recovery, right, of course, and then focus on getting enough sleep. Chronic undersleeping is definitely going to hold you back from building muscle, and not focusing on your recovery enough definitely is as well. Now, in muscle building phases, because you're in a surplus, your recovery is already going to be pretty good. So you kind of have recovery set up pretty well because you're eating a lot of calories, and those carbs are definitely going to help. The protein is definitely going to help. Um... And it should help you sleep as well. So try to get a lot of good sleep. Try to rest and de-stress once in a while and focus on that recovery. I am realizing more and more how much of an impact that has and how it's really the most important thing in all of this is how well you're recovering and how well you're sleeping because you are growing when you're not training. So that's the five things keeping you from building muscle, in my opinion, not enough compound movements, not putting the time in, not recovering, not sleeping, um, the body dysmorphia, thinking you're getting too chubby and jumping goals too soon. And then of course, the bad programming, which causes the injuries and actually sidelines you. There are a lot of things that could be keeping you from building muscle. And these are just five that scratch the surface that came to my mind, because I think that, um, a lot of times we do things in our, we build habits that work against us, I guess, sometimes what I'm saying. And I think that it's important to have a third party looking at your progress and your habits occasionally. So whether that's a coach, a trainer, a friend, a lifting partner, um, you know, maybe it's just you writing down everything and getting a whole bunch of data so you can track whatever it is that you choose to do, you need to have some kind of accountability. That's it for today's show. This one kind of ended up being shorter than the five things keeping you from losing fat. Uh, I don't know why. I think maybe I talk about these things quite often, the things keeping you from building muscle, you know, putting the time in. Uh, and each one of these could be a podcast episode by itself, but I just want to scratch the surface today and give you guys an idea of the things you should be focusing on. Putting in the time with the right exercises, the right programming, focusing on your recovery, and and just plugging away, right? Because that's really what muscle building comes down to. It is a grind. It is a long, long process. 
No one's going to get there overnight. There are no shortcuts for the most part. And, you know, if this is your goal, it's going to be important that you optimize a lot of things outside even of just training and eating. So that's it for today. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 363. Once again, if you have any questions, comments, or just want to work with me or talk to me, I'll put my social media channels and my email in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, and and freedom. freedom.